Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Thursday, January 7th, 2021 edition of the MAOB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin, and I'm joined by my co-host here on Thursday morning, Mr. Marcel Dorf. Actually, it's Thursday afternoon for you, Marcel. You're over there in the Netherlands. Marcel, man, happy new year, dude. Uh, we didn't get you on for a couple of days now, and how's everything going with you, man? Happy new year to you as well, Adam. Uh, it's hey. going well, man. I mean, I'm pretty busy, although I have one week vacation. Yep. So, uh, but yeah, it's going good. Um, not not too much MMA, man. I, I'm really missing it already, you know. But it's always the beginning of the year. But uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, to talk some MMA with you, uh, obviously. Yeah, of course, man. And, and I know you're saying like we still have another. We have one more week left of no UFC, and then we got it back next week. So I'm excited for that, Marcel. It's kind of gone by pretty quick, I think, just because it's the holidays. But I'm ready to start watching fights again, man. Especially like all the BS that's going around on around the world, man. You know me, Marcel. Like I try to pretend that stuff's not happening i just try to focus on the fights so um i'm excited about uh, this year in mma and i'm excited about the card next week um but today we got a different kind of show so obviously we still don't have the fights to break down or anything like that but what we're going to do today is we're going to go through every division of ufc and we're going to pick champions we're going to look at the odds there were odds released by bet online you can actually bet on like pretty much any division you want and who the champs can be at the end of it. Um, some divisions are harder to pick than others, I would say, but it's pretty cool stuff. So um, that's a bit of a bet online, like I said. So if you want, if you guys use that book, you, you'll know what I'm talking about. If not, I do have the tweeter from Aaron Bronster who tweeted it the other day. So I'll just uh, pull that up here just for people to have reference of what we're talking about. Um, let's see. This one should work, right? Yeah. Okay. So that's Aaron's tweet. If you guys want, you can go to his Twitter and you can see it. I'll keep it up for a second here, but it's it's hard to see. I understand. I completely understand that the numbers are a little bit hard to see. Marcel's got it open in his background though. So we'll start with women's straw weight and we'll go through flyweight, bantam weight, featherweight, and then we'll move on to men's. But I just wanted to show you guys what we're talking about. If you want, you can go to Aaron's Twitter or again, Bet Online has it. So let's start Marcel with the women's um, strawweight division like i just mentioned not the adam weight division even though i know you want it marcel and dana white says there's a chance now but we don't have that we do have the win strawweight division so right now obviously Li Zhang, she's the champ seems likely she'll be defending her bell against rosanam and Yunus, but it could be carla Sparza. um just looking at the odds marcel uh, right now i mean Zhang is favored to retain her belt throughout the end of the year and it's hard to bet against her at this point like i totally understand that but at the same time like you want to like look look a little deeper at some of the other uh fighters here that you can bet on and uh one fighter there's a few that stick out to me to be honest with you um you know obviously Zhang I think has a good chance to retain her belt by the end of the year Marcel but if you like want to look at some long shots you know Yan Jinyan at plus 800 I mean I think she's got a chance guys like I I really believe in her I think she's a, a tremendous fighter um we know Esparza is going to get the title shot what if she can wrestle Zhang I don't think she wins that fight but you know Considering she might get a title shot, I mean, there's some value there. You know she's going to get a crack at it. And also, Amanda Rita's a plus 900, I think, possibly could be fighting for the belt before the end of the year. So, again, you know, Zhang is plus 100. We understand she's the best in the world right now. I, I just think there's some long shots that have a potential chance to own this belt. What do you think, Marcel? I agree with you on that, man. I mean, there are – I think – uh, the the person is gonna win against uh, Zhang as a specialist in a certain in, in ground fighting. It's what I think. I think Zhang is pretty well rounded, but if she gets really uh, uh, for example, man, Tatiana Suarez, when does she come back, man? I mean, she is a girl that I'm really high on. She is she's so strong on the ground. Everybody is uh, 
talking uh, BS about her because she didn't did great against Ansarov in the last uh, last uh, three four minutes. But I mean, she's good, you know. And uh, but we don't know how she comes back after that back injury that that kept her out for almost two years now. I think it's it's crazy because I think she's one of the best in the division, probably one of one of the biggest threats in the division. And for example, Amanda Hibas or uh, uh, Mackenzie Dern, specialists on the ground, you know, are good. And you say Esparza as well. It's possible, but I don't see Esparza winning yeah. in a fight round fight you know if it was a three round fight maybe she can win the first two rounds and she she maybe loses the third but i don't see her winning in a five round fight i think whaley is too strong as well for her but you know overall it's possible man i mean the thing the thing is with rose rose is also so all around she's so good on the ground she's st striking is good but i always have the, the feeling with rose that it's really a mental game for her is mm -hmm. she there at that moment uh is, is the listen if the rose shows up that fought joanna twice she's on you know but uh or she for when she fought andrade for the first time man that was an amazing first round and then she got dumped on her head and she lost but if the rose is on that we know she can win that fight against Zhang, but it's always like, how does Rose show up for me? So, I mean, it's it's hard to pick. Yeah, this one's a tough division, I think. Honestly, based That's on these the best odds, division, in my yeah, opinion. it's a, it's a tough one, man. Because honestly, like I think Suarez has the skill set to win that fight yeah. with Zhang because of the wrestling. But is her neck going to be even healthy? Is she even going to fight for the belt this year? Probably not, because. If I'm her and her management, I would get a, a tune-up fight. There's no way I would want Suarez fighting for the belt right away. Rose, we have no idea what's going on. Sure seems like Dana White doesn't really like her that much, Marcel, based on what I'm seeing. Um, and like I said, I think there's some other ones that are valuable as long shots. But odds are, I mean, and the odds say right here, that Jang's going to be the champ at the end of the year, and she probably will be, Marcel. I just think that, you know, there's a chance that Yan Jinan could pull off an upset if they ever fought in an all-China fight. That'd be a great fight, man. I know you're high on her, too. Yeah, she's good, man. And uh, China versus China would be fun, you know. Yep. Should definitely be in China, by the way. But uh, I mean, Adam, let's be real. You say Rose is not uh, is probably not good with Dana. I mean, she derailed jo Joanna twice, yep. you yep. know. And Joanna was the star of the division. She had the um, she, she had the, the talking, you know, what Dana likes, where you when you promote yourself a lot. And Rose completely derailed that. And still, Joanna is a great fighter. And in my opinion, still, her legacy is still the biggest at straw weight from all these women so far yeah. in the UFC. But the she's not undefeated anymore. Like, like they wanted to sell her like the undefeated, uh, untouchable, you know. And um, I think that that's a big thing as well. So, I mean... I agree with you, by the way, with Jan Shonan. I didn't say her name, but uh, she's good. But she has to. She's also the more of a striking base than than uh, how do you say that than, than a Hibas or a, yeah. a Mackenzie Dern, or, you know, yeah. or a Suarez. You know, I think you got a great point there. Honestly, like someone that's going to take her down to the ground and try to submit her, and Dern is the best at that. So. You're right. I mean, the specialist could be the, the one who dethrones her. But, you know, I, I think Zhang could lose. I, I think she's really good. But to be honest with you, man, she, she did show some holes in her game in the, in the Yolanda fight, you know, with her striking defense. She got hit a lot in that fight. And it was a great fight. It was a war. But, you know, I, I don't think she's unstoppable, Marcel. I, I know yes. she has looked at it so far. I think she could lose. She doesn't have that that Joanna vibe yet that people are like uh, minus nine hundred, for example. You know what I mean? Or the Valentina vibe, like minus two twelve hundred. <laughs> she does. She doesn't have that yet. You know, yeah. but it can be in the future. We don't know. But right now, I think there are compa compatible or, or, or competitive fights for her in that division. 
and I look forward to it. I, do, um, I don't need Valentina to fight Zhang at this moment. We don't need that. We don't need another champ champ and that kind of uh, UFC stuff or Bellator stuff that they love. Let her fight in this division. Let me let her show that she is the best at this moment. There are enough competition competitive fight for her in this division. So I'd love to see it. Yeah, me too. So let's move on to 125 women's. And again, looking at the odds, Marcel, this isn't going to surprise anyone. Valentina is an overwhelming favorite to retain her belt through at the end of the year, minus 400. And then you have some other contenders there. Jessica Andrade, uh, Cynthia Calvillo, Lauren Murphy. Honestly, Marcel, unless she gives up her title and vacates the belt to move up to 135, I don't see her losing this belt. Um, unless she fights Zhang, maybe. Zhang could give her some problems. But you know, as much as I like Andrade, I don't really see her being the fighter who's going to give Shevchenko problems. I just think Valentina is going to be way too big in that fight. You know, we saw Calvillo recently lose to Chukagan. We saw Chukagan get smashed already. Lauren Murphy, I don't believe, has the finishing ability to give Valentina problems. I think she'd be able to have her way in that fight. I honestly, like, yeah, it's minus 100, Marcel. But again, unless she just drops her belt some way, I don't see her losing it to anyone. What do you think? I agree, man. Although I think Lauren Murphy should get a chance to fight her, you know. But I, I agree. I don't think uh, Valentina will lose uh, soon. Also not against Andrade. Although I, I really like Jessica, she's she's really good. We we saw it in the most recent fight when she that that nasty body shot against Shukagian, you know, yep. and uh, and she she has that killer instinct, man. I mean, I see many people sometimes giving that body shot and they don't follow up, but she finished the fight ten seconds later. So um, that I think it's a fun matchup with Valentina. But I agree with you, man. I, I would love to see at one thirty five plus at one thirty five. You got you can make Valentina against uh, Durandami. You can do a rematch with Holly Holm. You can make her against against Nunez the third time, man. Because in my opinion, which doesn't mean shit, I think she won the second fight against <laughs> Nunez. I still think that. Yeah, so, it was close, because, man. Yeah, and her nose was rose, remember. <laughs> So uh, now I think she won that fight. So for me, it's one one. I I know it's officially two and two and zero oh for for Nunez. So, uh, but that's a fun fight, and it's honestly the only fight that makes that makes sense right now for Amanda Nunez as well. I think. Yeah, I don't think you're wrong with that one either. I mean, she's going to defend her belt at featherweight, which we'll talk about in a second. But we're going to go to one thirty five for women's now. Yeah. And uh, speaking of Amanda, she's an overwhelming favorite again. She's just like the same with Valentina, minus four hundred to retain her belt to the end of the year, and. To me, it's a very similar situation. Look, looking at the other fighters in the division, Holly Holm is next up. But we saw her get knocked out two or two years ago. Jermaine Durand, I was at the second fight. She dominated that fight. She won the first fight by stoppage. I know Jermaine showed some submission ability in the last fight, which was great to see against Pena. But I, I don't really think that I want to see that trilogy fight anytime soon. I'll be honest, Marcel. Kaylin Vieira, she's up on, on the list here. I, I think she's someone that could potentially give Nunes and anyone in that division problems. But... She has shown some flaws in her game. The same with Aldana, who scored a knockout win over Vieira. Pennington, I don't, I mean, I don't see her ever giving Nunez a problem. We've seen that fight already. And then Juliana Payne is on the list too. And she does have the grappling ability, but too many mistakes in her game, I think. Too many holes. Uh, honestly, Marcel, again, unless Amanda, here's the question, right? Here's the thing that was interesting about this one. I was on James Lynch's podcast the other day. He, he predicts Amanda will re retire before the end of the year which would mean that she would give up this belt, meaning someone else would win it. So I don't think Amanda loses to any of these fighters if she fights them. But I think there is a chance she could say, you know what, I want to spend time with my with my daughter and my my wife, uh, with Nina. And just she's made a ton of money. She has nothing left to accomplish. Maybe she does hang up her, her belt and, and her gloves and, and say, you know what, I want to take a break from this. And in that case, there could be someone else who emerges as a, contender like Aspen Ladd and you might be looking at Aspen Ladd at plus 800 
as possibly having some value, but it's it's all based on Amanda retiring or not. So what do you think of this division? Yeah, man, I always say, man, Nunez is here. Then we got home and Durandome, and everything else is downside there. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the it sucked for the UFC badly that um, home won against Aldana and that Durandome won against Pena because if both girls won, they had they had two new contenders for, yep. for that belt against Nunez. And now you're stuck with home and Durandome. Listen, Jomana Durandome... Um, She's a great striker, we all know that. But her, her problem is that she is pretty easy to take down, although yeah. she hates when people say that, but it's just true, you know. And um, uh, the thing is, as long as she can't, uh, how do you say that, can't better that, you know, she's not going to win against Nunez. Because we saw against Nunez, Nunez didn't want to strike against her after after round two because she hits hard. We all know that. Um, home, the randomly, it's the fight to make right now. And Aspen Lat, yeah, that's that's the thing as well, man. I think Aspen Lat is a great, uh, how do you say that, a, a great fighter, a, a young fighter. Uh, she lost to the randomly in that uh -huh. in that weird, quick uh, knockdown, knockout, where many people said it was too early. I, I don't know. I, I'm 50-50 on it. But um, it's so hard, man. I think if you have to get a shot at Nunez, you should go through the randomly or home first. That's my opinion. Because if you can't beat one of those two, you're definitely not going to beat Nunez. So, yeah. and I agree with with James. By the way, I think if if uh, Nunez beats Anderson, I can I'll, I'll be a little bit more rude when she beats Anderson. Um, she she maybe retires. I wouldn't be surprised. She has nothing more to gain in that in the UFC. She doesn't have any more challenges, I think. Uh, I know, for example, the random may said on Dutch TV that she only wants to fight Nunez again for the belt. That's her... She, wa she wants to beat Nunez. That, that's her main thing. And I don't see it happening anymore, man. I, who will Nunez fight? You know, yeah. I, there is no challenges for her anymore. And if she if she stops, we can stop with the 145 and we can add 105, you know, and uh, that, that would be perfect. And I'm sorry for the girls who are fighting at 145, but it's just not appealing to the fans, I think, to to to, to see them fight. It's not – it doesn't bring anything extra for me, you know, yeah. nothing against those girls. I love for them making, making, a, making a living in the UFC, no problem with that. But – there is nothing in that division for me. So for me, Nunez, uh, if she goes away, I think either the randomly or home will win 135 belt. That's my. That's what I think. They they will probably match them together. It's a rematch, long time in the making. Yep. Yep. And the funny thing is, the first fight, the randomly fought a kind of counter striking, and home fought offensive, and that's a weird thing because normally the randomly lost to fight offensive, and home lost to fight counter striking. You right. know, so I really look forward to that fight. I know uh, the randomly has no problem to do that fight again. I don't know about home, so uh, yeah, we will see what's going to happen. But those yeah. are the two I expect to get champion when Nunez stops. Yeah, that first fight was so controversial. That first off, that card was really bad. It was one of the worst cards. They didn't even give out the full bonuses. Dana White was like, screw it. I'm not giving bonuses to everyone. It was was that the New York, right? Yeah, it was the Brooklyn card. It was Anderson versus Derek Brunson. And there was a couple other fights. Shockray fought Tim Boach. He won like two points, I think. What was your – what did you – how did you score that fight, Anderson against Brunson? I had uh, I had Brunson winning that fight. Me too. Yeah, yeah okay. I thought that was a bad – even though actually I remember watching it at a bar with my friends. I had money on Anderson. He was an underdog. And I thought he lost, so it is what it is. Um, Man, the other, I, the other fight though, the main event, Marcel, like there was multiple um, late blows after yeah, the no. bell. Uh, yeah, so I think that running that back is not a bad idea. I but, was, 
Go ahead, go ahead. I that that card that was I think two oh eight or two oh nine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The week before that, I was ill, man. I was so ill. You know, I've been in bed for five days, and I remember uh, my dad back back then. He's like, "Dude, are you gonna watch tonight?" I say, "Yeah, of course, man." The random in my fighting hall, the title fight. He's like, "You're crazy, man." It's still six, seven a.m. or something. I said, "I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch." And there were also several fight announcements during that card. I think almost eight or nine. You know, yeah. so I was like, I was in my chair and I was watching. It's like uh, John Anding is like. And here are some new fights for the upcoming months. And I get, get like a whole, I was like, no. And I took my phone, I took a picture from it. I was like, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to, that was horrible, man. I remember oh, man. it so good. Poor Marcel, he, was, he wasn't feeling good. <laughs> you didn't miss much of a card, though, I'll tell you that. Um, I want to get these comments in one second, but I just want to really, qu really quickly go through 145 women's because this won't <laughs> last more than 30 seconds. There's four fighters in this weight class, according to the odds. Man, he is. A overwhelming minus 1,500 favorite to retain the belt through the end of 2021. You have Megan Anderson, Felicia Spencer, Norma Dumont, all raging plus 800 to plus 1,600. Dumont's not even at 145. Yeah, it's not, yeah. Sarah, Sarah Farron is not on it. because Yeah, she's not on it, it, but I mean, she'd be plus a million probably. Yeah. So, like, I'm not trying to bash these fighters. Listen, they're trying their best. Like, they're, yeah. they're at the highest level of the game, but unfortunately, they're in the same weight class as, you know, one of the greatest fighters of all time. So, yeah, I mean, again, it's the same situation as 135 for me. If she, if she vacates the belt, we could see another champ. But I think in this case, she vacates this title. They might just get rid of this division. So yeah. to me, it's it's either New Year's or no one. But there's no value at minus 1,500. So I wouldn't even play on that one. Um, let's get to these comments quickly, Marcel. We'll get to uh, Marcus's. He says, I'm surprised Zhang hasn't been booked for another fight. We are slowly creeping on 12 months. That's terrible. You know, listen, I understand COVID-19 has obviously played a factor in that. It's been hard for her to get the fight with Rose booked. That's played a factor. But this is something I hate when the UFC does. They have a, a fight like that, like last year, and they blow all the momentum. It, 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 they blew the momentum. It's been a year now since she's fought. So much has happened since then. I think a lot of people – I'm not saying they've forgotten about that fight because it was amazing, but they might have forgotten how good really, really is. I'd like to see her get back in the cage soon, Marcel. I'm hoping that she'll fight in that co-main event slot on the card with uh, Adesanya and uh, – uh, or maybe, sorry, not Kome, but the third title fight. I think they could have three title fights on that card with Adesanya Blahovitz because you also have Nunez Anderson. If not, maybe the next card, 250, uh, 259, I think, or 260, actually. It'd be 260 in April, which you're saying maybe Stipe Francis, which is the next comment here. So, yeah, I, I, what are you thinking for Zhang? When do you think she'll fight again? March, April? What do you think? Yeah, I'm hearing 260 is on uh, March 27, by the way. So it's uh... Oh, it's two in, two in March. Two in March, what I've heard. I'm not one hundred percent sure, by the way. So, um, yeah. So that that makes sense what you say, man. I mean, but but it depends on if they can get it booked. You know, I I don't know what's what's happening backstage. I know Zhang wants to fight, uh, and the UFC is trying to make her versus Rose. And like you said, man, Dana said Rose maybe doesn't want, it, and then Carlos Bars. I get it. So I don't know, man. We will see what happens. So yeah, yep, it's, it's it's so it's so like. They're put, they're, then they have this announced, and then this is, is in the works, and then at, this, at a certain moment, it gets two months later, because how long are we waiting for Francis against Stipe? I know it's now rumored for March 27, but, yep. I mean, who says it's going to happen? Nobody knows. You know, yep. how long had, did we have to wait before we got any confirmation for Usman against Burns? I know. I, I agree. All right, so we, let's get through this quick. We, we still have a lot to talk about, so... I think Cole's comment, he says no one. He picked no one at 145, because he thinks the division's <laughs> going to fold, probably... 
Hey, Cole, how's it going, man? Uh, Daniel says, hey, Daniel. He says, Lag got an early stoppage on that card where Ricky Simone got an early stoppage. I think the Faber stoppage was okay, but the one with Durand and me and Lad, I think, was early. Here's a last comment I'll take. How do you think uh, – what do you guys think about uh, Stipe fighting once a year? Francis is getting screwed over because he wants to sit back. Kind of sucks. I, I think there should be an interim title made after a certain amount of time. Yeah, I know what you're saying, but, you know, Stipe fought in August, so it hasn't been that long. It's only, what, five months? Like, that's not that long. But in the reality is, Stipe fights once a year. That's what we get out of our heavyweight champ. But I was thinking about this yesterday. Like, at least he fights once a year, Marcel. It could be worse. He could fight once every two years, you know? At least he's fighting once a year. But I'd like to see Stipe more active. Um, if you want to make a comment, go ahead. I'm going to set up the next division. We'll go to heavyweight. Might as well. Yeah, we'll, yeah because it kind, of, it kind of sucks, you know? Because if you're going to do an interim title for Nganu, the only guy that would make sense would be Blades. And he already beat him twice. So... I mean, who else? You can give it to Lewis, but I, I don't want to see Lewis in the interim title fight, to be honest. And we we got uh, Lewis against Blades right now. Right. So uh, and we have Volkov against Overeem coming up. And probably we get uh, Rosenstruck against Gan. So there is nothing much much to do. And, and Gan deserves a title shot by, by now, you know? So yep. let's hope uh, the fight materializes and we get to see them in, in, either late March or early April. Yeah, I'm just going to pull it up on the screen quickly, and we'll go through the men's divisions. We have eight divisions, Marcel, so we'll try to get through them a little bit faster than those ones. And there's a lot to talk about. It is what it is. Um, I just want to, for reference, this is what we're looking at, guys. Bet Online has odds for all the champions. We just did the women's. Here's all the men's. Aaron's got it. So we're going to go through the uh, the men's divisions now. All right, let's start with heavyweight, Marcel. Let's just work, we'll work our way backwards this time. So right now, I'm looking at the odds. Francis is favored. Actually, Francis is favored to win the belt at plus 150. And then you have the champ Stipe at plus 250. And then you got John Jones plus 500. You got Cyril Gaunt at plus 600. And then a couple other guys, Blades, Rosenstruck, Lewis Overeem. That's crazy, man. Plus Realistically, 900. bro, all these guys can win because it's heavyweight. So anyone can win it night. But Blades plus 900. You like yeah. that, eh? Like no, that's, that's crazy, man. Plus 900. That, that they give Gun a better shot than Blades. Yeah, that's crazy. You're right, Marcel. That doesn't, I don't agree with that at all. I think Gaunt's got a chance for sure. There's a lot of hype yeah. on him right now. We know he's good. We saw that throughout his UFC career so far, but you're right. Blades has proven like he's probably the best wrestler in the heavyweight division of all time. Like he's so dumb. He's better than Kane, I think. The problem is his chin, obviously. He's been knocked out a few times by, by Francis, but overall, I mean, the guy is great. So, I mean, Marcel right there. Marcel's pointing at, at Blades. I think there's a chance. Here's the problem, Marcel. Here's here's my problem with Blades it, it, betting on him here. I don't know if he'll get that title shot before the end of the year. I think if he beats Derek, he might deserve it. No, no doubt about it. I mean, the guy's on a roll. But here's the thing. Francis is so backlogged now. It's screwed up the whole division. And then you got John Jones coming in too. What I think is going to happen, we'll see Stipe Francis. I honestly don't know who's going to win that fight. I think for, I think Stipe has got a better shot against Francis than people think. I think the odds, the, right now, Fran, uh, Francis is favored to win that fight. I don't know if I agree with that. We saw that them fight three years ago. Stipe is still a beast. I understand Francis is like knocking everyone out cold. I love Francis. I love Stipe too, though. Stipe has proven himself in five-round fights. So I think that he's got a really good chance to win that fight. The problem is the winner of this fight is probably going to fight John Jones, which is the guy I actually like for value here. I like John Jones at plus 500, Marcel. I think he, he's going to be the champ by the end of the year. I think he's going to fight whoever wins that Nagano and, and Stipe fight. I think he wins that fight. I believe John Jones is the best fighter of all time. I think he's going to put on – he's been putting on the, the weight the right way. We've seen the videos. He's bulking up slowly. It's not like he's, he's just gaining weight like Jay Collier and John Volante to make uh, heavyweight. He's doing it the right way, Marcel. My pick is, is John Jones. What do you think? Man, next time if, if somebody asks me what I think about John Jones, I'm just saying like uh, contact Adam Martin and you know what I think. <laughs> I love John dude. Jones, man. He's the yeah. best, dude. 
listen, man, everybody's always uh, talking uh, crap about uh, what he did uh, and all the things. But the dude is an absolute beast athlete, man. Yeah. I think... Honestly, if I, I think if John Jones would have done um, would have done uh, soccer, baseball, basketball, he would be good. You know, he's that once in a lifetime athlete that that can be so good, and um, I think he would be perfect at heavyweight, man. I, honestly, two years ago I expected him to go to heavyweight and to win the belt over there. So uh, now he's he's going to heavyweight, probably because we don't know if Adesanya wins against Blahovic. There's maybe a chance they want to do Adesanya against John Jones. At 205 still, but that wouldn't make sense to me that Jones had let that 205 belt go. But um, yeah, man, I, I like Jones as well here. I mean, Stipe against Francis. The thing is also people don't give Stipe enough, cre enough credit, man. I mean, the dude fought Francis before, he beat Francis before, and uh, he, he's he's not he's not a stupid fighter, man. He, I don't think he's going to trade with Francis. He felt the power in the first round the first time. So uh, he's probably going to fight smart. And listen, if Francis lands, it might be over, you know. But um, probably the winner of that one will fight John Jones. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, now I maybe see why Blades is that plus. What was that plus eight nine hundred? Plus nine hundred. Be yeah. Because if they have Ngannou as the favorite, we will we will probably not see a third fight between Ngannou and Blades because Blades lost two against him already. Yeah. So then I see the 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 odds maybe more. But um, yeah, I'm with you, man. I think jo I think Jones beats both Stipe and Ganu. Yeah. I think Ganu is very powerful, but <coughs> Jones always can adjust to the strength of an opponent. I think he's a smart fighter. People don't give him credit for it, and people are like uh, Jones is on the how do you say that? Um, he is, sorry, declining. Yeah, he's declining. Uh, that he how he fought against uh, Dominic Reyes and Thiago Santos, but I think John Jones didn't saw them. As proper challenges, which is stupid, but that's how I think. I think Jones didn't saw them as challenges. I was like, I'm gonna beat those two guys and another two belts in my in my pocket. But uh, if I have a weight, there's a challenge for him, you know. And then I think we will see the the John Jones we all know back, and that's why I also would pick John Jones here. That's that's good. So I'm glad we're on the same page. I like the value there. Just want to get this comment quick. Daniel says Dana's trying to Chris Cyber Rose. He's so tiresome. Yeah, Dana, you gotta love him or hate him. I'll say that. <laughs> All right, let's go to the light heavyweight, Marcel. I mean, the, the division John Jones used to be at. So right now, obviously, Blahovitz is the champ. Um, looking at the odds, Adesanya right now is actually favored to win the belt and retain it by the end of next year, plus 175, which isn't surprising because he is favored right now to beat Blahovitz at UFC 259. And then I'm looking at the list, and next up is John Jones, which doesn't make sense to me. Like, I understand some people think that maybe he's going to stay at 205 to fight Izzy if he wins. I don't think so at this point, Marcel. Like, he's already said, I'm moving up to heavyweight. Like, He's posting videos every week of him bulking up. So I, I, I think he's going to move up, and I would I would take him off this list. So to me, I'm looking at it, and, I mean, listen, Adesanya has a really good chance to beat Blahovitz. We all know that. We all know how good he is. But I think Jan, people sleep on him a little bit, plus 400. He could win that fight. And then you got Glover, plus 600. I think he's got a chance. You know, Rakic is another guy, plus 650. He's really good. The other guys, I don't know. Reyes, I don't really see him winning the belt this year. Santos, same thing. Yuri's interesting, a plus 1,400. Yuri's really good. Maybe he does it, but I don't know, Marcel. I'm, everyone's, everyone keeps telling me Adesanya's going to destroy Blahovitz, right? And I like to like use my own brain, but everyone keeps telling me he's going to destroy him. And I'm like, careful, because every time we bet against Jan, he wins. He, he, get, he gets the upset. He's, how many times has he got upsets in the UFC, Marcel? It's crazy, right? So I'm not like 100% with people that are like thinking he's going to get swept out of the octagon, Blahovitz. I think he's got a chance to win that fight. So... This division's interesting. I think there's possibly 
some of these long shots you could take a shot on, like Glover, Rakic, or, or Yuri. Um, just because I'm not 100% sold on, on Izzy being the champion of this division. So what do you think, Marcel? Yeah, as a purist, I don't hope Adesanya wins, obviously, because then we have two divisions. Um, how do you say that? I have two divisions. And held uh, up, I guess. Yeah, held up. up yeah. yeah. So listen, man, Adesanya can say, for example, I will fight three times in a year. You can't say that, man. You know that that can start, that can happen stuff uh, that is out of your hands. You know. So, um, I like Yuri as well. By the way, he proved that he is solid man against Ozdemir. He looked, he looked pretty good in that fight, I think. Um, he now is uh, supposed to fight Dominic Reyes. If he wins that fight, he's definitely in the mix to get to a line for the title. Yep. Um, Santos against Rakic. I don't think... Listen, man, Santos... Mm, I don't know, man. He, he lost to Glover, you know? Yep. And uh, if he loses again against Rakic, which is possible... You know, Rakic is also in, in the mix, you know. Yep. If he wins against Rakic, he is still behind Glover at this moment. So, uh, I don't see him getting the title shot next year. Um, this year? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, this year. Man, I'm still thinking 2000. I know, so was I. Yeah. Ago, yeah. This year. So, um, yeah, it's it, it's hard, man. If, if I had to... Ah, oh, man, I, I honestly think that Adesanya beats Blahovic, to be honest. I, I don't hope it. Nothing against Adesanya. I just don't like to get have two divisions hauled up. But um, I think that's going to happen, and they probably will try to make Adesanya Jones. But if Jones wants to come back to 205, I don't yeah. know, like you said, so that's hard. Uh, but I'd like Adesanya against Prohaska as well, man. Would be yeah. a fun fight, I think. But he has to beat Reyes first, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so... It's hard to say, but uh, yeah. if, if if you if you ask me who would be the most uh, wh which one makes the most sense sense to me, I would go either Adesanya, Prohaska, Rakic. Those three, I, I see those three uh, making big big steps in 2021. Yeah, I, I kind of like Rakic here just for a bet. Remember, we're, this is not necessarily like 100 who we think because we're playing the odds a little bit too yeah. right now. I think a plus 650, Marcel, and here's why: because just saying Izzy or Yon gets hurt. Who's going to move up to take that spot in the main card in the main event? Probably Rockets, right? Because he's fighting Santos on the prelims of, of that pay-per-view. So yeah. maybe they'll just rebook it for another card. But I think if someone gets hurt or COVID-19, you could see Rockets get elevated, which would give him a good chance to actually win the belt because he'd have a shot at it. So I think he's got some value. You know, honestly, how can we sleep on Glover? I just I had him at plus 200 against Santos in the last fight, Marcel. He won that fight. The guy's a money-making machine, five straight wins. Don't count out Mr. Old Man Glover. I think he's still got a chance huh? to a plus 600. I love Glover, man, but I don't think the UFC is going to give him that title no, they, shot, man. They, that, that's just, the problem. Yeah, the, the, the problem is, first of all, I, I mean, listen, he's 41, right? So they don't really see him being like a marketable guy for that long. He deserves it based on what he's did. I was actually yeah. kind of pissed off when Adesanya got the shot, I'll be honest Same. with you. But at the end of the day, it's not something I can control myself. So, like, why worry about it? I just question what they're going to do with Glover. Like, at this point, does he... Does he wait for the? Does he wait for Rakic to see if he wins, or is he just waiting to see what happens with this fight? Like he has to wait till March to see what happens, and then the winner might not be re uh, ready to go for six months after if they get hurt in the fight. So it's hard to say, man. But yeah, but why, mean, wor why worry about it? Because we're purists, man, and we love yeah, yeah, right, right. right. But I, oh, I said the same thing on Twitter last time with when they gave Cody Garbrandt the fight against uh, Davison Figueredo. I was yep. like, listen, man, there are three contenders more deserving, and then people going to reply to me like. Yeah, but it's a business, blah. I'm like, I, I know, know, man. I know, Should I, I hit you with a bat or something? I'm not stupid. Yeah. I know that, but I don't have to. Uh, how do you say that? I don't have to uh, promote the UFC way of thinking. I'm not on the payroll. Yeah, so I don't have to promote that kind of stuff. You know, love what it, I mean? man. I love it. Dude. You speak from the heart. I love it. I yeah. agree with you. I just like I shrug my shoulders because 
I, you know, it's the fight's booked. Like we can't do anything yeah, right yeah, now. True. We, I think people could have made noise when it, when he said it initially. I think that was when you could have messaged Dana and been like, "Yo, what the hell, man? Like, get Glover the shot." But not at this point, Marcel. It's too far gone. Let me get some comments, Marcel. We we have half an hour left. We're gonna we're gonna grind through the rest of the division. Let me get these <laughs> comments. Stray Wager, what's going on, man? He says Rakic is willing to grind out fighting smarter. He's a handful for anyone. Yeah, I mean, we saw that in the Smith fight. I'd like to see him get a finish in that fight, but it doesn't matter. Cole says we saw Adesanya get rocked against Gastelum. Lovitz has a lot more power in Gastelum. The legendary Polish power could do it. It's possible. Daniel says Blades and Glover similar. Stand a good chance of winning the fight, but are victims on the commercial side of things. That's a good point. I like this point here. So true. Exactly what Marcel just said. It's a great point there by Daniel. And Sander has a, has a question from us. Um, what about Volkov Jones? Jones probably beats him. He make it pretty rough. Volkov's fighting over him in like a couple weeks. He's actually favored to win that fight, which surprises me. I think over him should be favored. But I think I think Volkov would be actually a good tune-up fight for Jones at heavyweight. I actually wanted to see him get a tune-up fight, but it looks like they're just going to give him a title shot. All right, Marcel, let's get to the next division. Got a lot to go to, so let's just get to it. Um, middleweight, and looking at the odds right now, Adesanya is still favored to win, to retain his belt through the end of the year at minus 150. Next up, Whitaker plus 350, Vittori plus 600, Cannonier plus 900, Till plus 1,000, Costa plus 1,200, Brunson plus 1,400, Kamaev plus 1,600, Holland plus 2,000. I'll start right away. There's no value on uh, Adesanya at minus 150 because there's a good chance if he wins that fight at uh, 205 against Jan, he just vacates his belt 185. I think he wins the 205, Marcel. There's no chance he ever goes back. Loses, yes, I think he'll go back. He wins, no, I don't see it happening. So I, I right away, laying juice on that, that's a bad call, I think. And then you look at some of the other guys. I mean, there's some really good fighters. Like Whitaker is obviously great. Vittori's look sharp. I, I think Kamayev, you know, possibly. People love this guy. He's got a chance. And Kevin Holland is a huge long shot. It's possible. So this is another kind of tough division because it all depends on what Izzy does. So what are you thinking here? What are you seeing for value? Yeah, for value, of course. The thing is with Chimaev, you know, he he wants the welterweight belt, right? And not the middleweight belt at this yeah. moment. Yeah, he wants both, but he's going for the welterweight one. So I wouldn't put my, my money on that one. Um, Fatoria is, is interesting if Adesanya goes away in that division plus, one, plus 600. But uh, my... I have one of the one of the few rules I have in MMA: you never bet against Robert Whitaker. So um, you know he, he's solid, stand up, yeah. ground game is good. So I would never bet against Robert Whitaker against any of these guys. Yeah, Adesanya, and even then in the rematch, I don't know, man. I I don't think Whitaker did did fight very well in the first fight, but maybe he can do in the second. If Adesanya comes back to middleweight, I don't know. And my, if you say he doesn't come back if he wins the title at 205, I don't think he will come back because I think he will win the title at 205. Um, for me, I would go Whitaker any day. If not, uh, Vittori is, is a good outsider. And even Hermanson, you know, Hermanson is not even on the list. He's not even on the list. Yeah, I'm surprised yeah. by that. He's ranked pretty high. That's kind of but, weird. Yeah, but he, he's good as well, man. He, yeah. he fought a tough fight against Vittori, but yeah. uh, he's a good fighter. And uh, Listen, Holland, man, we have to see Holland against better competition. Yeah, that's not his fault, but we have to see him still against the best in, in the division. We yep. His best win is against uh, Jacare Souza, and it is yep. against a Jacare that isn't the Jacare from five years ago anymore. So we have to see him against better competition before we can put them in that spot, in my opinion. I mean, I agree 100%, Marcel. I mean, you're dead on with that. Like, I love Kevin Holland. I, I pick him every fight. Like, during his win streak, I've been like, bet on this guy, bet on him. And I loved him as a dog against Jocker. I couldn't believe that those odds were like that. But, you know, I think he's got a tough fight against Brunson, honestly. Like, that's a tough fight for him, man. And people think he's going to win, and everyone's telling me I'm crazy now. I'm the guy who's on him, like, from the beginning. I love him. 
and he's got a long reach and he's and he's young and, he, and he's dangerous everywhere. But just stylistically, you got to look at fights and Brunson's got that ability to like make fights boring or something and grind guys out and look make them look bad, like Ed, like like uh, uh, Heinish. What were you gonna say? Yeah. For some reason, people hate Brunson, man. I, I don't really. I don't know him, why. I, you call him I, Bumson as well. I don't know why. Yeah. Indeed, I, I, the funny thing is, he doesn't have a nickname anymore. But when he had a nickname, it was the blanket. So uh, <laughs> uh, he doesn't have it anymore. Here's the thing: when he came in the UFC, he was super boring. Like when he had that fight with Chris Lieben on the Kane yeah. and JDS card, that fight was terrible. It was a really bad fight. So people thought he was boring. Then he loses to Yoel. He, he had some fights where he won, but overall. The guy's been a beast, and he knocks everyone out too. Like he's a monster, man. People don't realize how good Brunson is. His chin's his problem, obviously, Marcel. But he's and he good. Got, and he got that Cisco haircut now. So yeah, I love it. Yeah. I like him. I like the guy. Honestly, I do. All right, yeah, let's go too. to welterweight now. Let's do welterweight, Marcel. Usman right now is the champ, and right now he is favored to retain the belt once again. Most of most of the the odds on leaders here are like the champs already. So no surprise. Plus one hundred. Then you look at the other uh, competition here. You got Covington plus three hundred, Burns plus five fifty, Kamaev plus six fifty, Edwards plus eight hundred, Masvidal plus nine hundred, Stephen Thompson plus a thousand. And some reason Conor McGregor's there plus sixteen hundred. I mean, I don't see that one. You know, Marcel, <laughs> I've got to be honest. This is another division where I think uh, it's possible Usman could lose. I know he's been unstoppable, guys. I, he's an incredible fighter. This division is ridiculous. Look how good these fighters are. On any given day, someone can lose. I'm not convinced he even beats Burns. I think that's a really tough fight for him. Like that's a that's a tough fight. So I, I right, right away, even money at Usman, I'm not I'm not playing that. I'm not looking at. I'm looking at Covington. I'm looking at Burns. You know, I'm looking at Chemayev. I, I think all these guys have, have possible chances to be the champ. I would rather bet on them as bigger dogs than being. Uh, well, it's even money, but still on Usman. What do you think, Marcel? Want to hear something funny? Sure. I think if, if Usman maybe wins against Burns, he moves up to middleweight if Adesanya stays at 205. So that wouldn't that wouldn't surprise oh. me, honestly. Wow, I never, even, I never even heard about that. Really, you heard something, right? Yeah, because I know they don't want to fight each other, Adesanya and Usman, but I know Usman, right. want, Usman might want to go to middleweight, you know? And if Adesanya moves, there is place for Usman at middleweight. Okay. And at welterweight, man, call me crazy, but I won't be surprised if Kamza Chimaev ends up with the belt at the end of the year. I mean, the dude, the thing is, people are like, he hasn't fought anybody yet, uh, anybody significant. And I can't disagree on that, you know? I definitely agree on that. But the way he fights... Uh, the way I saw him fight in the other organization as well shows me that he is very good, either standing and on the ground. He's very yeah. good. And um, the thing is, certain fighters have something about them when you see them, you know, this guy is going to be a champion. I had that with John Jones when I saw him first fight. I had that with Hannah Barrow when I saw him first fight. He is on a huge declining, I know right now. But when he was good, I saw it on him. I said, this guy's going to be champion 100%. Yeah. I, I saw it with uh, with another guy. I can't get the name right now from, but I see it with him as well. And maybe not 2021, maybe 2022, but it's definitely a good. Uh, it's definitely a, a good. Uh, how do you say it? a good possibility? Plus 650. Yeah, you can do it, man. Why not? Yeah, I because mean, the thing is, if he beats Edwards when they rebook the fight, he'll probably get the title shot. Right? They would yeah. give it to him, so he's got a chance. I'm with you. I just want to see more. You know, Stephen Thompson said the same thing. He's like, I think same. this guy's great, but I want to see more, and I want to see more. Yeah, too. I agree. Um, you know, quickly for Usman, just a small anecdote here. Like, he, he's good, man. Here's the thing with Usman. He's turning 34 in May. Like, he's almost <clears throat> 34. Like, he's not super young. But And here's the other thing you said, the middleweight thing. I, I didn't even think about it. But, yeah, 
actually, when I was in Brazil last year, two years ago, and I saw that uh, the Andrade and Nami Yunus card, um, when we were going back in the plane, me and Aaron, uh, Usman was in the airport with us. We were talking for a second. I'm I'm six three. I swear to God, he was taller than me. And it, <laughs> apparently, he's six foot zero. It says here. I don't know, Marcel. Like he looked, he was huge. He's just a tall, big guy for that. Like I couldn't believe he made one seventy because. Like I'm a big dude, and he was like literally as tall as me. If not, he looked taller than me. I swear. But you're, I, I mean, you're six three. I am six three. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. I'm six three as well. Are you serious? This, <laughs> yeah. dude, this guy looked bigger than both of us, Marcel. Like he's he's a big dude. So one eighty five is not something that like I initially clued into. But I think you're right, man. There's a chance. Okay, let's go to the next division here. We got we still have four more divisions left. Let's go through them. My favorite division historically lightweight, and right now I'll say right away. Khabib right now is is the champ and he's plus 100 to retain the belt. But, you know, I, I think he might vacate that title. I think he's going to talk to Dana and say, I don't want the belt. And that's my prediction for that. I think he will vacate the belt or there will be at least uh, an interim title or something. But looking at the other opponents here, possibilities for the championship, McGregor plus 300, Gaethje plus 550, Dubronx Oliveira plus 650, Poirier plus 800, Ferguson plus 900, Hooker plus 1,000, um, Diego Ferreira plus fourteen hundred, Felder plus sixteen hundred, Islam Makachev plus two plus two thousand. I'm surprised Chandler's not on the list because I think if Chandler beats Hooker, he might get a shot at the belt possibly against the winner of Gregor and Poirier. Because I I saw the the um the DM that the UFC was sending out, <laughs> they're, they're teasing it as a title fight, Marcel, which wouldn't surprise both of us. So I think that uh, McGregor and Poirier probably will be for the belt, but I'm not convinced the winner of that fight will remain the champ by the end of the year. I think. This is a very, very just great division, and they're all so good, all these guys. Looking at the odds, again, I, I think Narag may not wouldn't bet on him at all. I'm kind of looking at Bronx, man, at plus 650. I'm not going to lie, Marcel. I love the guy, man. And, you know, seeing him just dominate Ferguson like that, I understand Ferguson is on the decline himself, but I think Bronx has got a great chance uh, to win that, uh, that, that title, man. But, it, again, here's the problem. It's the marketability, right? Like, would they give him a title shot? He doesn't even, I don't even think he speaks English. I don't know if they would. Um, would Khabib want that fight? Probably not. Would McGregor want that fight? Probably not. So I think he's kind of waiting on a Poirier win. If Poirier wins his fight and he wins the belt, maybe you could do Poirier Oliveira again. That would be a great fight. But that's a guy I'm looking at. And I think Poirier, too, a plus 800 because I think Poirier has a good chance to win this rematch with Connor. I think everyone's kind of forgetting about how good he is at 155. So just give me your thoughts on this division, Marcel. I love lightweight. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I love Lawe too, but I'd I'd be pissed if Connor versus Poirier is for a bell. I, I mean, think it's a chance, man. Uh that's definitely a chance, but I'd be pissed as a fan. I mean, you Connor McGregor, I know and people come at me again like, yeah, it's a business. I know, I know, guys, it's a business. I'm not stupid. But uh Connor fought Donald Cowboy Cerrone. That's is it went at welterweight, guys. At welterweight, his only his last fight at lightweight was against Adi Alvarez, I think, if I'm correct. Uh, yeah. uh, oh no, against Khabib. His last win was against Adi Alvarez. His last fight in lightweight was against Khabib. But I mean, Poirier, his last fight against Hooker was 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 a close fight. I mean, I don't think that Charles de Bronx Oliveira should fight another fight before he gets a title shot. Which they want to they want to book him against Gaethje, you know. And I'm I'm wondering what they want to do, man. If if for example the winner of Conor Poirier, then you got the winner of Hooker against Chandler and the winner of Gaethje against Oliveira. So yeah, then you have three guys. Um, I don't know, man. I if I have to value on Charles Oliveira is huge in my opinion. I mean, this dude 
is so good lately. Um, we saw him actually, I don't want to say destroy, but absolutely dominating Tony Ferguson. Mm -hmm. I think uh, he, I think I scored two or three 10 8 rounds. Uh, yep. I mean, what, what do you want more? Um, Gaethje, Gaethje was on such a beautiful streak and lost to Khabib. And I mean, Chandler and Hooker never fought Khabib. So for me, that's not a guy. Uh, those two are not the winner of those two. Shouldn't fight for a title yet, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, Ch Charles Oliveira, Gaethje, the winner of that one, I like to see for a title. Adam Poirier against uh, Connor, the winner of that one, can fight for a title as well. So the winner of those two fights, I would like to see for a title. Mm -hmm. But I don't think Connor against uh, against Poirier should be for a title at all. That's my opinion. I hope Khabib holds on to the belt till 20, till January twenty fourth. So uh, sorry, Matt, guys, I'm like that right now. So that's my opinion. But uh, if I, if I have to put value, like you said, Charles Oliveira, definitely, man. I think he has a good shot at getting the uh, winning the title if he gets a chance from the UFC to fight for a title, of course. Yeah, that's what it's going to depend on. Again, Cole's comment here. Cole says McGregor Poirier is for the belt. Like Connor, if he beats Poirier, there's no guaranteed defense. They won't strip him. As him as champ is good for UFC. I agree with that too, uh, Cole. Daniel says, do Bronx beat Tony so bad? Tony thought it was competitive. Yeah, I saw Tony's tweets. I don't. He thinks it was a different fight. And we did talk about the scores. You had 325. I had 324. I remember now. Can, uh, I, can I ask you something? Sure, go ahead. Did Connor ever fight in the UFC in the recent years where he had anything to lose? Uh, like, I guess Cowboy maybe? Like, if you lost that fight, it would have been pretty bad for him, isn't it? No? We, we all know he wasn't going to lose that yeah, fight. Yeah, I know, I know. I, I mean, know. I mean, he never defended the belt. He always has something to gain in his fights. You know yeah, you're I right, mean? you're right. They so, love they, he, he's the money-making machine, Marcel. So. Yeah. But again, we're trying to think of it from fans' perspective, not just promoters, right? All right, yeah. let's go. We only got 50 minutes more, so let's go through these quick. Okay, we'll go to Featherweight. And the odds right now, Volkanovski plus 150. The odds on favorite to keep his belt. And then you have some other challenges here. Holloway plus 275, Ortega plus 400, Cater plus 600, uh, Zabit plus 700, Yair plus 900, uh, Zombie plus 1,000, Stevens plus 1,400. Not, not sure why he's even on the list. Emmett plus 1,600, Yusuf plus 2,000. I love that guy, but don't think he'll get a shot. For me, it comes down to Volkanovski versus Holloway, Ortega, Cater, and Zabit. I think those five guys have a chance. Honestly, I, I think if Zabit gets his shot at the belt, he can win it. I think he's that good. But the layoff worries me. I'd like to see him get back in the cage, Marcel, at some point. Cater, if he beats Holloway, would have a chance, obviously. I think Holloway as well. But I think Ortega, I think he can win that fight. I, after seeing the way he looked against Zombie. So, actually, I'd probably I'd probably bet, bet on Ortega because he's getting the next shot at the belt. The other ones, are they still have to fight for it. What do you think? Uh, yeah, man. Ortega looked very good in his last fight, man. He's, uh, I always uh, uh, compare him to uh, that kid on Karate Kid, uh, that Robbie guy. He's like little Ortega. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you watch uh, Cobra yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, yeah. 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 Robbie is little Ortega. So, uh, yeah, Ortega looked really good, man, in this last fight against uh, against Korean Zombie. He, he actually he defeated him on the feet. Who, who expected that? I expected that to be a striker versus grappler kind of fight. Um Ortega has definitely a big chance. And um, man, I, you, you you know I'm a huge Sabit fan. So before he was in the UFC already, and people are really worrying about his cardio. His cardio didn't look good at all in their in his fights. I agree on that. But Sabit um, is also a guy who who needs a real big challenge to get the best out of him. And that big challenge should be one of the st those top three guys, I think. Yep. So uh, I agree with you. If he gets the title shot, there's a good chance he wins. Uh, 
Ortega as a beat would be, uh, uh, yeah, man, the Holloway Cater fight, man. That's that's also such a. Yeah. If Holloway loses that fight, he won't be in for a title shot soon, man. But if he wins that fight, he might get the third fight with Volkanovski or the winner. Or if Ortega might beat Volkanovski, we can see the rematch between Ortega and Holloway. You know, you never know. So, I mean, but if Cater wins, everything is open again. So there are big. How do you say that? There are very. Many choices in this division you yeah. you could put your money on. So I wouldn't say one, but definitely the top five you can put your money on, except for Korean Zombie right now. I think yeah, he's no, a little he, bit out right now. I agree. That, that last fight, it just made me worry. Um, and Yair, I don't even think Yair might fight this like for a while, nah. right? So like I would, that guy's I love the guy. He's so flaky, Marcel. Never fights Marcel. He, you know? They wanted to book that fight with Zabit and Jair. I think it was booked for August. I think that right. uh, Jair. Yeah, couldn't fight because that violation. You yeah, I know he, thing. the whereabouts yeah. thing. That's you know yeah. what? Listen, the whereabouts thing is interesting because if it's like if it's one time, if it's yeah. one, they give you three strikes. So if it's one time, okay, two times, okay, three times, like you got, you kind of wonder like, why wasn't he available? I don't know, he was busy, yeah. or whatever, but I'm not sure. Okay, we got we got like a few minutes left, Marcel. Let's go Sorry, through band yeah. and weight. No, 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 it's you're fine. Don't worry. We'll go through band and weight and flyweight. Band and weight. Peter Yan right now is the odds-on favorite to hold his belt plus three hundred. Then you have Aljamain Sterling plus three fifty. TJ. Dillashaw plus 450, Corey Sanhagen plus 650, Rob Font plus 750, Garbrandt plus 900, Cejudo plus 900, Frankie Edgar plus 1,000, Pedro Munoz plus 1,200, Davison Figueredo plus 1,400, Dominic Cruz plus 1,400, Jimmy Rivera plus 1,600, Marab plus 2,000. Right away, I look at Yan. I look at Yan at plus 300. That's crazy value. The guy is already the champ. He's unstoppable so far in the UFC. I love the guy, Marcel. I was at the fight with Faber where he knocked him out. We saw the fight with Aldo and Fire Island, destroyed him. Uh, I'm shocked Aldo came back to look as good as he did in his last fight after that beatdown. I think Peter Yan's got good value as as the, the favorite at plus 300. And then as, as some other shot, long shots, you know, I think Sterling's going to have problems with him in that fight. I don't think he wins. TJ might get a title shot this year. He would have a chance to win. But I'm looking down a little bit more at, like, maybe Cejudo. I think he might come back this year. I think Cejudo could be coaxed out of retirement. And I'm kind of looking at Frankie Edgar plus 1,000 possibly too. I think people are kind of forgetting how good he is. I don't know if he'll win the belt because he's kind of older now, but he just beat Munoz. I and mean, That was a close fight, but, you know, he got the, the his hand raised by the judges. So, yeah, for me right now, actually, I think there is value on Yan at plus 300 because I think there's a better chance than the odds are indicating he does hold the belt. But, I mean, this division is ridiculous, and I just named like 10 guys. Also, Cole just says he likes TJ. He likes the value. What do you think, Marcel? There's some good value here in some guys. Man, you know, I love Frankie, but I don't see him get, get past Santagen at this moment. So yeah, it's tough fight for him. Yeah. yeah, that wouldn't be a no for me there. Um, Sterling is interesting, definitely with his ground game, but very good. But I think stand-up Jan, Piotr Jan is much better in the stand-up than, than Aljamain Sterling. I think Sterling has, has an advantage on the ground, definitely, but he should should get him there first, you know. Um yeah, overall, if I have to look, yeah, if Cejudo comes back, that can be interesting for plus 900, but does he come back? I don't know. Yep. Um, TJ Dillashaw, man, I, I don't know, man, TJ Dillashaw. He's he's getting older as well. He, he was he's, he's always been a good fighter, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I'm still mad at TJ Dillashaw for destroying Hannah Barrow, my dude, you know? So yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I remember watching both the fights. The first fight, I was with my buddies. I couldn't believe when he got knocked down early in that fight. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, I thought it'd be a wipeout for, for about the second <laughs> fight. I remember it was actually at my my old job. I was at yeah. work watching that fight. He just destroyed him. So remember both those fights clearly, Marcel. But I'm actually surprised Aldo is on the list. I don't understand why he's not on the list. They must have just forgot about him by accident. Mm -hmm. happens. 
you know, TJ, Cole thinks he's going to get the shot. I think if he wins his next fight, maybe against Aldo or Font, whoever. I'm not sure, man. I, I think there's just a lot of negative uh, feedback towards him right now. And I think, Marcel, there's other guys that are deserving. Aljo, Corey Sanhagen. These guys are fighting active and they're yeah. clean fighters. This guy was a juicer. I'm not sure. I, I really like TJ. Um, I think he's such a great fighter. But the whole the PED thing really throws me off, man. It really does, you know? Yeah, the thing is, like, uh, he got the cute. You know, remember when Cody Garbrandt said on tough, like, uh, yep. with uh, what's that? Uh, yeah, uh, TJ learned learned us how how to juice. I was like, that's the most stupid thing you can I say know. because that pretty much you say like, I juice with him. You know, <laughs> I know. I remember that too. And I, I didn't believe it at first, but obviously, it turned to be true. Okay, let's go through this one really quick, Marcel. Uh, flyweight Figueroa right now favorite uh, to be the champ minus one twenty five. You got Moreno plus 350, Garbrandt plus 450, Askarov plus 600, Ventoja plus 800, K plus 900, Royval plus 1000, uh, Perez plus 1000, Dvorak plus 1600, Paiva plus 1600, Benavides plus 1600, Elliott plus 2000. I think a lot of those long shots have no chance. Like Benavides, I think, might retire actually. Elliott would have no chance. Paiva, I don't think, would. Dvorak could be interesting. I just don't know if he fights with the belt this year, but I really like that guy, uh, Marcel David Dvorak. I really like him. Perez, we saw him get a shot. He didn't do very well. I don't think he would again. Um, Royville's interesting too, plus a thousand, but the injury in the last fight, don't know when he's going to fight again. Uh, Cape, Cape's interesting. He's fighting Pantoja. I think Pantoja, you know, is going to have problems in that fight. Askarov's a guy I'm high on, so he's got a chance. Um, Garbrandt could fight for that belt. He would have a chance too. And Moreno, we saw how close the fight was in the draw, and now he's plus 350. So I don't know. I mean, I, listen, Figueroa probably does retain his belt. He is so good. How do you bet against him, Marcel? But again, you have to lay juice on him. He's another guy that I think could could vacate his belt and move up to one thirty five too. He's another guy we you know barely considered. But I don't know. Like this is an interesting division. But I'm, I, you know, Moreno plus three fifty. I got to be honest. That that's got some value because he barely he barely lost the last one. It was super close. Probably fake does guys, but for value, uh, Moreno and maybe maybe uh, Garbrandt because he could get that shot. I don't know. What do you think, Marcel? Interesting I said, I said for years, biggest threat in the division is Askar Askarov. Yeah, he's so uh, good. Um, people don't give him credit for it because of that first fight against Moreno that got uh, a split draw. draw, I think. Yep. Yeah. And um, that's just a, a failure by Askarov by getting only four or five days before to Mexico City. And uh, the, the elevation, what's that elevation they, they call that? Or uh, he got tired in the third round because. He he the first and the first and second round were close and he got it on one scorecard, I think. Uh both and the the, the third round he lost by 10-8. So right. the the thing is, um and many people had him losing that fight, by the way, as well. I think it was very close. He could have lost that fight definitely. But um I knew he was gonna beat Pantoja. Many people say you are crazy, he's not gonna beat Pantoja. It's like you guys, you should have saw him fight. He's very good, and he can give Davison Figueredo a real big problem at, in that weight class. Maybe not in the stand-up, but on the ground. Everybody is like, Davison Figueredo is great in the sta- in the ground ground game as well. You guys saw him against Alex Perez where he made three or two, he, he grabbed the cage twice. And the second time he grabbed the cage, he made a maneuver that he could take Alex Perez in a, in a good position for him, you know? Yep. And you saw against Moreno, he had difficulties with Moreno on the ground with a, with a wrestler on top of him. And I think Askarov can do that. Can you do that for five rounds? 
likely, but I'm not sure about that. But for me, Askarov is a very good value at uh, what is that plus six hundred? Yeah, yeah that's bad. a very that's a very good value. So yep. if I had to put my money, Askar Askarov. That I think that's a good show too. So I think I hope you guys had fun. I mean, that was a lot of fun, Marcel. I'm so glad you came and joined join me to do that. Uh, go through all the sure. divisions. We don't have much time left. We have like a couple of minutes, so I'm gonna get you to plug yourself in a sec. But I just want to go through some news really quick. I'll just bullet point them. We we talked about some of this stuff during the show, so it was good. Um, Dana White did like an interview on uh, like it was like an Ask Dana like AMA or something, and he said a few different things. First off, I mentioned this already. Uh, UFC's targeting April for Stipe Francis, but Marcel's saying March 27th. He's hearing for that UFC 260 card, so we're not sure now. Um, Dana White also said this is interesting. I'm not gonna get a chance to get your thoughts on. It. We don't have time, Marcel, but. Dana was saying how the rankings are so important when they do their matchmaking. And I, <laughs> I, I knew you'd laugh at that one, but again, we don't have much time here, so I won't be able to get your, your thoughts on it. Um, maybe next time. He also said he's not a fan of open scoring. He doesn't believe in it. Uh, I'm not sure about open scoring. People think it's going to like solve bad judging. I think it comes down to the judges being not very good. Sometimes yeah. At their job. Yeah, right? And it's funny. I, I wrote that on Twitter. One of the judges, Eric Cologne, uh, someone had sent a negative comment in reply to that, like with a that gif of um, Robert Downey Jr. rolling his yeah. eyes. And uh, Eric Cologne, the judge, liked the guy's tweets. And I was thinking, like, these guys just, these judges, guys, they stick together, right? They're like, yeah. they can never do wrong. There's some bad judges in the sport, Marcel. I think you'll definitely agree with me on that one. Yeah. That, Go ahead. Look at Glory. Glory has open yes. scoring for one judge. And then the judge, 10 9, 10 9, 9, 10, 9, 10, 10, 9, 9. <laughs> really? I mean, I, it doesn't make sense, know, you know. know Even when you, yeah, when you score a, an obvious round in ten nine for a fighter, one judge has a nine ten. I always say it's maybe not it's not really political correct to say, but I always say to my friends, you have three judges and there's always one idiot. You know, yep. that's 30, 30, 27, 30, 27, 29, 28. Like it's a clear thirty twenty seven, and that's still one gets a twenty nine twenty eight. Just annoying to me. All right, just a few other things here. Dana White said the UFC is targeting Oliver Gaethje, as, as Marcel mentioned. Shogun Hula retired from MMA. We won't have a chance to talk about that, but maybe that's not true, apparently. Oh, really? Okay, good. That's I'm glad to hear that because I actually think that maybe he's got one more fight left in him. I think, his I think his manager made the statement. I haven't read it, but it's wasn't true. I only saw the tweet from uh, from I think Dana, right? Um, yeah. He said he's still upset by the loss to Gone. He said it's like being the victim of like a murder or something like, hey, I don't know what he's talking about. Honestly, he's got to move on from it. Uh, Beth Correa had emergency appendectomy. She's going to be out for the next fight and then she'll come back later this year for a retirement fight. That's a fight announcements. Andre Orlovsky versus Tom Aspinall. I love that fight. Julia Villa versus Juliana Storyenko. And then Yannin's fighting. Who is it? Who's winning? Jocelyn Atwards. There you go. Marcel, plug your stuff, man. Tell everyone where they can find you. Big Marcel 24, Twitter, Instagram, MMADNA.nl articles over there from, my website with with all the other guys uh, instagram facebook twitter and youtube um adam thank you so much man for uh joining you again here man it's uh, always a pleasure and uh, we hope we i hope we can do this much more in the future man thanks so you man like i said like i it's an open invitation for you to come on thursday so like everyone likes you i like you and you know the you're just super knowledgeable and it's always fun to get you on and get your thoughts on mma in general so thanks again man for joining me everyone who tuned in today appreciate it guys thanks again I'll be back on Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. with Cole, and we'll be breaking down the Holloway versus Cater card. I'd love to get Marcel back on next Thursday if he wants. It's up to him. If he can let me know. We'll talk about some fights then as well. Uh, in the meantime, I hope you guys have a great weekend. You guys can find me at maoddsbreaker.com, bjpen.com, mmaratings.net, and uh, odds.com. I want to plug the article at mmaratings.net. Top five storylines to watch for 
in 2021 in the UFC. Pretty interesting stuff. Uh, yeah, follow me on Twitter at Martin and Marcel at BigMarcel24. And I'll talk to you guys on Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. We'll be breaking down UFC on ABC1, Hollywood versus Cater. Have a good one, guys.